Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about Season 7, Episode 12, Live to Tell. And Kelsey, will you please read us the Degrassi wiki summary? Sure. Oh boy. Okay. Sorry, it starts off rough. Rufy rape victim Darcy is barreling down a self-destructive path and only a handful of people know why. When Mr. Simpson, who knows her secret, tries to reach out, Darcy is pushed to the edge and makes a choice. A very bad choice. Oh, that starts off real rough. Not a fan of that. But I guess accurate? Sure. The summary is rough. Yeah. I mean, the first three words, I just... Yikes. Yeah, but not inaccurate. We left out the B-plot, but that's fair. (laughs) I mean, if it involves Ashley, I don't care. Um, the episode is called Live to Tell, which is a 1986 song by Madonna that I've literally never heard before. It's kind of boring. Um, and I guess it relates to the episode because Darcy's here. She's been through a horrible experience and is, has lived to tell her story, but she's not really dealing with it very well. Yes, I don't know. She's definitely not telling her story. I don't. I don't know. It's. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why it's called this. I think they like didn't know what to call it, so they're like, I don't know, this Madonna song. Sure. I don't care for the song at all. No, it's weird and like I don't know. I don't like it. Anyway, the episode starts with Moose and Johnny Demarco being gross. And I think they're in detention and Darcy's in detention and they're like, I wish I could be put into detention with principal hot sauce. Bleh. And then Darcy starts talking to them and I'm just like, Darcy, don't engage, please. Just like stay away from them. They're terrible. Are we back to calling her hot sauce? Is that what's going on? Have we not matured from middle school? But I guess not. Um, I'm not surprised Darcy engaged. So do you remember... When we watched the first one, and I was like, I remember Darcy melting down more. And then we watched the one where she started to melt down, and I was like, this seems like more likely. This is the one that I really remember her, like, spiraling. So I'm like, oh, okay. I really like, um, I just like how they handled this. Like, I feel like with a lot of the storylines, we get that whole, like, big thing happens, two episodes, it's over. And this is, like been very drawn out we've seen this entire process and it's not done yet like the process is still happening and I feel like it's very true to life in I'm sure like many people's situations because it's it's not like like page spirals and there's like oh there's you know but it's it's just not the same and this was like a different thing because it's a different person and we're just it I don't know I I like that it's been this drawn out and we're seeing it in pieces like it feels more true to life I think they're doing a good job Yeah, totally, for sure. Like, the season started out with the traumatic event, and we're still in episode 12, and we're still seeing the process of this, and I think they're doing a really good job with the storyline. But they're like, I don't know, I don't even remember what they're talking about, but they called Darcy a tease, and they're being gross, and Mr. Simpson is like, you know what, Darcy, why don't you leave early? It's your last day of detention. Like, get out of here, like... And she's like, thanks, you're my savior. And I'm like, yes, Simpson, save her from these, like, disgusting people. 
Here's the thing, though. She's like she is egging them on because she like it's sort of like people who have a death wish, you know, like she is egging them on. Like she's taking off her sweatshirt and she's trying to be like sexy about it. Like she's like, well, what are you going to do about it? It's like a whole thing. And like it's 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 just her like lashing out because she's like freaking out. But she is definitely egging them on. But and then she hugs Mr. Simpson, which I'm like, no, don't hug a teacher. It's a bad move. Don't be a high school girl hugging a teacher. Don't do that. <laughs> um, but then after the theme song, her mom is dropping her off at school and Darcy has a big attitude and her mom, but also her mom has an attitude, but she's like, like, you haven't been like, I have I've been worrying about you lately because you're acting out and la 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 because her mom still doesn't know what's happened to her. And her, and then Darcy is like, "Sorry, I've changed, blah." You're, but you're still a bitch. And then, like, she walks into school, and it's like, "Oh boy, Darcy." It was kind of amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because her, yeah, yeah, her mom is not handling the situation well, even for the fact that she doesn't know what's going on. It's still like you're being terrible. But then the next scene. Ashley and Jimmy are like arriving to school together so I guess Ashley still drives them to school and she's complaining about how like Degrassi wants to redesign their logo she's like what's wrong with the old one and Jimmy's like well I'm going to enter into the competition to design a new one we've had an old logo forever I'm, I'm so confused by this because it's like so Ashley is there helping him and at first I was like are they still dating and then Holland has been vehemently telling me that they're not still dating but it's like why are they still hanging out why is he like letting her help him when first of all he doesn't really need the help um I mean obviously like he's a very like self-sufficient person and like he hates her he ran over her foot she's an asshole like <laughs> Jimmy, what are you doing? I feel like it's probably they've just gotten into the routine of having her drive him to school. And but then I like at this point, he's like, I think I should start taking like transit or something. I need to start doing stuff for myself. Like, I can't have you drive me everywhere anymore because I don't I'm pretty sure they're not still together. But so and he's like, we're not still together. I need to like not have you drive me to school. Um. But I think, like, maybe they've gotten into that and, like, maybe his parents have gotten used to that and they, like, don't plan to be around anymore to take him to school because he usually has that figured out by now. But I don't know. Who knows? Plus, he doesn't have Spinner around all the time right now, so he's kind of low on friends. Yeah. He's pulling a J and just taking what he can get. <laughs> um, But then we're at Spirit Squad practice and they're like practicing a routine and Darcy is bumming out hardcore and then Manny's like smile Darcy a smile is worth a thousand cheers I'm like oh boy and she's like forgive me if I've lost my spirit and so after practice Darcy Manny like pulls Darcy's side and is like hey I know you've been through a lot um are you doing okay like but like you need if you want to do this like you got to work with me and Darcy's like, this is when she's like, forgive me if I've lost my spirit. Actually, you know what? I quit. Bye. And Manny's like, no, wait, no, what? And I'm like, oh, she's just trying to help. She doesn't know what to do. Poor Darcy. And also, forgive me if I lost my spirit is such a good line. <laughs> like, that's amazing. She's, I just, god damn it. Like, it just like hurts my heart. 
She's like, she's really spiraling. And it's also like, she's, I don't, well, especially later on, she becomes so unlikable. But it's just like, this poor, like, child is just struggling. And there's, I don't know, just, just so sad. And, like, whoever is doing, like, beauty and costuming and stuff is doing a really good job at making her look like someone in a crisis. Yeah, totally. Um, but then she, and like, finds Peter or something. And Peter's like, guess what? I have keys to the roof. And they go up onto the roof. And Darcy starts just, like, spiraling again. She drops her purity ring off the roof. And she's like... Yeah, and Peter's like, wait, what are you doing? Don't go to to the edge of the roof. Like, why did you drop that? And she's like, that was for vert. That ring was virgin, Darcy's. I'm not a virgin anymore, blah, blah, blah. And then she, like, attacks Peter and, like, starts making out with him and starts being really aggressive. And he's like, what is going on? What is going on? She's like, well, next time I have sex, I, like, want to be in control of it or something like that. And he's like, what happened to you was not sex. And I'm like, oh, Peter's trying. And then she attacks him. And he's like, I don't even know what you're doing anymore. Like, I can't. Like, you're hopeless. I can't do this. Blah. And I was like, oh, fucking Peter. You're still the worst. Any goodwill that he, like, starts up, he immediately ruins every time. But, like, also good on Peter for recognizing that rape is not sex. So, I mean, that's more than most boys his age. So, I don't know. We'll we'll give credit where credit's due. Yeah. But then he, like, ruins it. Um, And then the next scene... Darcy comes to Mr. Simpson to confide in him because he's the only one who knows about what happened to her. And, um, but then we start seeing some misplaced, uh, like, feelings put on to Snake by Darcy, and it's creepy, and I don't like it. It's very uncomfortable. And, like, as soon as she walked into the room, like, I knew. And also, like, with the hug before, I was like, oh, God, this is not going to be good. And, like, at first, like, you can tell that he, like, doesn't really understand that that's what's happening but it becomes like increasingly more obvious is this when she's talking about logos being sexy hold on yeah 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 i think it is yeah so he's like he's been um he's like helping judge the logo contest which like why doesn't this school have a fucking art teacher but anyway so he's been like he's like helping judge like this logo contest thing whatever and she's like looking with him and he's like trying to change the subject because she's starting to get weird. And he's like, well, what do you think of this one? And she's like, I don't know. It's not very sexy. And I was like, it's a logo. You need to calm down. And she's like, I'm going to make one myself. And she leaves. And it's like, oh, this is trouble. Uh, I did not. Uh, I don't like it. And then we are with Jimmy and Trina hanging out at physical therapy and just chilling and being cute and then he's and then she's like oh so do you want to like go drive and he's like oh yeah haha and she's like throws him keys and he's like wait what and then they go into her sweet pt cruiser that you can that is like controllable by your hands purely and like she she just starts teaching him how to like drive the cool car and it's it's cute i love it um yeah, no, she's, like, she's just so cute, and I'm I just so well-suited for him. She's, like, just very cool. Um, I don't, I honestly, I just looked, I don't have any fashion, do you? No, I have no fashion. I, yeah, I think the one fashion I remember was 
at toward the end, Jimmy is wearing like a black and white camo shirt that I was confused by, and that's literally the only thing that I have. Yeah, no, that's it. And I and I like um, this girl's hair that like is Jimmy's new like interest or whatever. But other than that, like nothing. Yeah, same. And then we are back in media immersion. And I don't really remember what was said, but I think Darcy calls Moose Shrek, which I enjoyed. And then after class, she like goes up to Snake and she starts calling him Snake. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Well, first of all, she says none of your beeswax Shrek. So like while she's still like while she's spiraling and everything's crazy, she still can't stop being annoying with her vernacular. (laughs) Oh, sugar. None of your beeswax. But Shrek was good. Um, Oh, also. um, Yeah. Oh, wait. We also didn't mention that um, Jimmy's lady friend drives a PT Cruiser. And that's hilarious. I said that. Really? God damn it. See, this is what happens. I'm reading my notes and I'm trying to get caught up and I'm not caught up. It's a dumb car. (laughs) Oh, PT Cruisers. Do they even make those anymore? I don't think so. My friend drove a purple one for a while. I don't think I knew anyone who had one. Um, But then, yes, and then after class, she, like, goes up to Snake and is like, Oh, Snake, guess what? I made, like, a drawing for the logo thing. And it's such a crazy... (laughs) It is batshit. It's fucking bonkers. So it's it's a cartoon snake with blue hair. (laughs) And lipstick and boobs. What? And he's like, he's just like, what? <laughs> and she's like, I know it was supposed to be a panther, but I prefer snakes. And I was like, no, no, this is just crazy. This is, this is a crazy drawing. It, it's just, it's, it's, I mean, but uh, good on the prop stylists because like it really looks like, a high school student that like thinks that they're drawing something sexy would draw, you know, like the boobs are very round and like just in the middle of the body. I don't know. I don't know. It's a snake. It's very confusing. It's so weird. And snake is so uncomfortable. He's like, what in the fuck is that? And and it's just like, and then He's like, oh, you know what? I think we're having, I think there's been a misunderstanding. I don't think this is appropriate. And then Darcy grabs a pair of scissors and like holds them up to her neck. And she's like, I just want to talk. I just want to hang out. And Snake is like, put down the scissors. What is happening? And then she like cuts part of her hair off and like runs away. And it's very startling. It is. It's jarring. And I'm like. I don't know. I feel like Snake should have gone to Ms. H or Ms. Sauve or someone like two scenes ago, you know, like he shouldn't have waited until the like erratic haircut. The fact that Miss Sauve is not even in this episode concerns me. Like, why? Why are we not going to her at all? Um, but then at, like a little bit later, he goes up to her at her locker and he's like, hey, can we talk after school? Like, come meet me in my classroom after school. And I'm like, okay, obviously you're going to have an intervention. But Darcy is like, okay, yeah, for sure. Oh, Darcy. It just, like, it hurts my heart. It's She's just, she's going through so much. And it's so, like, unfathomable if you don't understand it. And, and it's, so her actions are so 
especially like in the next like thing that happens her actions are so unlikable and cruel and like nutso that it's very hard not to be like fuck you darcy but it's like she needs help and it's really hard to force someone that doesn't want help to get help yeah totally she just like yeah she's just bottling everything up and it's taking a toll on her and but she doesn't want help and she doesn't realize that she needs to like actually try to talk things out at least a little bit I don't know oh I feel bad and then the next scene Jimmy comes to visit Spinner at the hospital while he's doing his chemo treatment and he's like bringing him in his hospital and Spinner's like where's Jane and Jimmy's like, oh, I took over today. And he's like, dude, I love you, but bringing my homework was only half of Jane's job. <laughs> Which is very funny. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, like, happy that they're together. And Spinner, poor Spinner. I don't know. But it's, like, nice to see him and Jimmy, like, being pals after, like, all the dark days. It's just nice to see them together. But, yeah. So Jimmy goes and he's, like, asking him about, like, his girl problems. And he's like, I really like her. But and Spinner's like, okay, so date her. And then he's like, but Ashley. And then I say, what? (laughs) Who cares about Ashley? Which is what Spinner should say. But then he says, okay, so then Ashley. And then Jimmy's like, it's very helpful. Thanks. No, but then he keeps talking about like how much he likes Trina. And then Spinner's like, all I hear is Ashley, bad, Trina, good. Where's the problem? And I'm like, yeah, that's right. (laughs) Thank God somebody said it. But it's like, why is Ashley even on the table? She's terrible. She's proven to be terrible. You have evidence of like the past like three months of her being terrible. Uh, history, comfortable. I don't know because he's does he's scared to like make a move on a new person. Who knows? She's awful. I don't get it. Um, but then, oh, then the next scene, we're at the intervention. Darcy comes to Mr. Simpson's class, and her mom and Miss Hotzalakos is there, and. Mr. Simpson is trying to bring up like her problems and he's like you need to talk to somebody we need to get this all out on the table like I think you really need to talk to somebody about what you've been going through and then Darcy lashes out and accuses him of touching her inappropriately and being inappropriate with her and I hate it and I hate it and I hate it I hate it and here's the thing okay so it's like I'm of two minds here because on one hand you should always believe a person when they make that kind of accusation. Um, it's like a common misconception that like false accusa- accusations happen a lot. It's something like 0.2% of accusations are false. And that's based on statistics that most people don't even like like tell other people that anything like this has happened to them. So, I mean, yes, believe Darcy. But also... Like, Ms. H, use some fucking context clues. Like, Mr. Simpson would not have, like, especially since she knows him, he would not have called a meeting with you and her mother. She's clearly, like, going through something and, like, spiraling. We've all been watching this happen. And why would he be like, Darcy, you have to tell them the truth about what's been going on? If the truth about what's been going on has been that he's been, like, inappropriate with her. Like what? I'm not even mad at Darcy like I am because I'm like, Darcy, you're being a dick. But like I'm mad at like these people who are supposed to be the adults like 
not like picking up on anything and just jumping to the like, oh, okay, she must be telling the truth situation. I don't know. I'm very conflicted. Yeah, I hate the crying wolf aspect of the scenario because because so many people who come out against like their attackers and abusers are just either blamed or not believed in all of that. So I hate that Darcy is playing into the annoying part of how people think that people cry wolf all the time. But but yes, use like like we know Mr. Simpson we should at least be able to give him the benefit of the doubt, but he gets automatic suspension because it's protocol. Um, I mean, I don't think that Miss H thinks that this is happening, but I think she has to suspend him because it's like that's the protocol and that's part of the job. But I don't know. It's annoying. And then the next scene or the next day, um, I don't even remember what's happening, but Mr. Simpson is gone. Darcy's like walking around. Johnny DeMarco says something stupid. And, um, oh, and I think Johnny DeMarco is the one who kind of take opens the lid on the fact that Darcy was the one who accused Mr. Simpson in front of Emma and Emma gets real pissed off at her understandably, but also, but also Emma, I don't know. It's, it's complicated. scene. <laughs> It's complicated. Here's the thing. I, I'm i okay with Emma's reaction because Emma doesn't know what happened. If if it was Manny reacting this way, I would be like, fuck you. I mean, it wouldn't be in Manny's nature to react this way. But because Emma doesn't know and she just sees this person who she doesn't know that well has, like, accused her stepdad of something that he clearly didn't do as some sort of weird, spiteful thing, like, I think she had the appropriate reaction. I think she actually had a pretty tame reaction considering yeah, for sure. Um, and then, and then is this when um, Manny pulls Emma aside and she's like, Darcy's been going through a lot lately. And Emma's like, are you siding with her? And then D- Manny doesn't really say anything. But then. No, that's oh, later. Is that later? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So then, so then I think before that, Jimmy. Like, Trina comes by in her car, and Jimmy, like, talks to her, and they're being cute and flirty, and then he asks, like, she's like, we should hang out, and he's like, oh, actually, actually, you know what, yeah, we totally should, and then Ashley, like, sees it all happen, and she's like, what is even happening, which, like, he's not your boyfriend, and she's like, your new friend, I'm like, first of all, if you're really, like, meaning the word friend, like, is he not allowed to have more than one friend, because that's a bummer, Um, but also, like, You've been a terrible friend. You've been a bad girlfriend. You're not his girlfriend anymore. If you're going to have an issue with him dating other people, don't be around him. Yeah, it's a no. It's classic Ashley, though. To ugh, She's annoying. And then this is when Manny and Emma are talking. And she's like, where even is Darcy? And she like goes up to Peter. And she's like, where's Darcy? And he's like, oh, no. Oh, she still has my keys to the roof, I guess. And you're like, ugh, Peter, go away. And it's and then we see that Darcy has taken Grosso Johnny DeMarco up to the roof to make out with him. And I'm like, yeah. uh, you know, he probably does not brush his teeth. Why are you making out with him? That is a good point. <laughs> um, Yeah, no, she walks over to him. She takes his hand. She's like, do you want to earn some extra credit? Bleh. Bleh. Um, Yeah, I don't know. And he's like, yes, let's do this. And I'm like, I just come on, Darcy, you're better than this. But also I'm like weirdly attracted to him. I think oh. I I think because he's terrible. He's 
so gross, Kelsey. Why? <laughs> because my taste in men is trash. Liz is going to be so upset. He's not even cute. He's not even objective. He's objectively not cute. And I'm sorry to say that about you, like, actor who plays Johnny DeMarco. I'm sure you're a very nice person. But that fuck, just the hair alone. Oh, he looks unclean. You're talking to a person who's had, like, a 15-year-long crush on Jason Mewes. (laughs) Jason Mewes is cuter than Johnny DeMarco. They're pretty similar. Uh, I don't understand you. That's fine. I don't either. <laughs> Whatever floats your boat, man. Although I can't support it. Um, so they're on the roof, probably catching gingivitis or something. <laughs> <laughs> and Manny comes and finds her, and she's like, "What are you doing? Like, I what? Why are you making out with this loser? Like, go away, Johnny DeMarco, forever. You should are not wanted or needed here." And Darcy is spiraling still, and Manny's just there. She's trying to look out for her. She's being a good friend. She stops her from jumping off of the roof, which also like the roof isn't high enough. She would like break her legs probably. But, I mean, still. She pulls her away from the side. She literally pulls her off the edge. Um, So, I don't know. And she's, like, comforting her. And she's like, she's like, you have to tell someone or I will. Which is, like, I don't know if that's your place, Manny. But also, like, it's, it's valid. Like, she needs to tell someone. But it's so hard to, like, get someone to do that. She's like, we, like we've been holding on to this secret for too long. You need to talk to somebody. Um... Oh, and Manny also calls Johnny DeMarco dirtball, which is very apt. Um, but then we are with Jimmy and Ashley, who are still, like, f- bickering about the whole thing. And then Jimmy is like, this relationship has become a crutch for the both of us. And, like, we like we can't do this anymore. And she's like, oh, you want to just, like, walk away? And he's like, if I could, I would. <laughs> L-O-L. I love Jimmy so much. He's the, he's just the best forever. Also, like, every day he looks more and more like Drake. It's alarming. <laughs> he's beautiful. Um, but then the last scene, Darcy goes over to Mr. Simpson's house, and she's come to apologize. She's, like, talked to the teachers and said that she was lying and she's trying to make things right. But Mr. Simpson is, like, I mean, sometimes girls say this and then they retract it because they're afraid so I'm still under investigation and he like kind of goes to go back into his house and Darcy is like I'm really sorry I'm sure you hate me like I didn't mean for this to be like this and he's like you've made a real mess of things but I still I don't hate you like he he clearly wants her to get help and I think he tells her like you need to tell somebody about what's happening with you and it kind of ends there it's a sad ending he's very diplomatic he's I don't know he's a good dude I love him um but yeah but then the episode ends and it's a real bummer uh but we do have a YouTube comment that we found uh, this is from Roger one year ago. <laughs> he has he has a, a longer name that I'm not going to read. One year ago. Any teacher would have fucked Darcy, but not Snake. He's real AF. And then the like, okay emoji. <laughs> oh, Roger. Oh, boy. 
Um, all right. Spirit Squad, Captain of the Ep. I think I'm going to go with Mr. Simpson. I mean, he kind of fumbled handling things with Darcy at first, but he did try to get her help and he tried to help her open up and he didn't like he still like wasn't a dictator after she got him suspended from the school he was doing his best and he's trying to help i'm gonna go with manny she's you know she's just she's the best friend to like anyone who needs her she's just the best it's amazing i agree with that too ship of the episode i guess trina and jimmy sure yeah same um moral when you need you ask for help when you need it reach out to people reach out to your friends talk through your problems please reach out for help if you need it yeah i think that's good i have nothing to add to that i was trying to think of one for the b plot but other than like (laughs) don't feel obligated to stay with a person just because they're nice to you is like especially when they're not that nice (laughs) just because it's comfortable just like don't stay with a person just because it's comfortable yeah that's it so we have this email from um i think mal right yeah i think it's from mal yeah mal okay um it's subject is historiography slash what are these kids studying with two question marks hey hey queens just finished the last app past the duchy and wanted to give you some info I have a history degree, which is not very useful, except in this exact situation. <laughs> Historiography is not only a very real class, but one of the most important classes in the history major. It's usually a 200-level class reserved for sophomores. Historiography teaches you how to study, research, and write about history. It's super fascinating to a history major, but obviously not to a journalism major or whatever Marco does. So what are Ellie and Marco doing taking that class? What is Marco's major? Why are they even taking classes together at all? I have so many questions about their collegiate experience. Anyway, that's all I have to add about that. The weed storyline drove me crazy. Spinner smoked like half the joint and threw the rest on the (laughs) ground. He's surprisingly not a very good stoner. Thanks for doing what y'all do. I'm actually into season seven for the first time. Like most of us, I faded out when the grade eights graduated. So this is a whole new grassy world for me. Later, Mel. Mel, thank you for the email. Oh, I also want to point out that... um. Cody tweeted at us, um, also telling us that historiography is real and interesting. Yeah, I don't understand what they're studying. I feel like Marco's major is just right now undeclared because he seems like an undeclared kind of person. <laughs> so I think that's, I think that, uh, yeah, undeclared for sure for Marco. But yeah, it doesn't make a, a lick of sense. Yeah, that tracks. So then we also have a review from. Chantal Man- Montal. <laughs> um, and they say, thank you, thank you, thank you for doing this podcast. It has me laughing in my cube every single day. So much to say. Don't know how to say it. I guess you just have to listen to it. Toby is indeed the status of potatoes. So I, you have no preference pointed out because I'm not shipping you with Toby. Um, that would be cruel because you also agree with his potato status. So... All right, I got it. So it's a few years down the line, um, and Spinner is in remission. Yay, Spinner. Also, he and Jane aren't together anymore. Um, And he's 
like been feeling down lately and he like wants to go like do something fun and then he notices there are kid elric tickets on sale and he's like oh my god we gotta go it's gonna be so fun he grabs jimmy and marco and like makes them come to this concert with him and they're like yeah this is awesome great remember the last time we went to kid elric it was so cool we got up to the front yeah um so then they like get to the concert and they're like ready to go they're it like right at the front and the concert starts and then spinner looks over and sees this beauty this beautiful girl who like singing along to all the words to all of his favorite songs that kid elric sings and he like kind of starts like dancing by you it's you by the way and (laughs) he like kind of kind of like starts like inching like his way toward you to like kind of get near you and feel you out and you guys start like dancing together and like singing along kid elric and it's truly like i fell in love with the girl at a kid elric show and (laughs) you guys like kind of hang out with each other for the rest of the concert and you like bond over your favorite artist and then afterward he (laughs) asks for your number and like do it and then you like you date you make out you do whatever the heck you want after that it's just like a love connection at kid elric and that's my fan fiction i love it it's really fun (laughs) and you know what i'm not even gonna judge you for liking fake kid rock (laughs) i mean yeah it's like whatever who cares um fell in love with the girl at the kid rock show (laughs) (laughs) oh oh boy um but yeah that's the fan fiction and if any of you want to be featured on our grapevine section you can tweet at us at degrassi pod or on instagram at degrassi pod we're on tumblr whatever it takes podcast.tumblr.com you can email us at whatever it takes podcast at gmail.com you can also find us on stitcher and we're on soundcloud and we're on itunes and if you're on itunes why don't you rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast? And if you leave a review, you can get a super cool Degrassi fan fiction made up for you on the spot, like Chantal Montal did today. Um, oh, um, and if you are in a different country besides the U.S. and you leave us a review on iTunes, we cannot see it. So, like, screenshot it and like tweet it at us and then we will do your fan fiction for you because just because you don't live here doesn't mean we don't want to like give you your due yes good point um and you can follow me on instagram and twitter at hollandtacular you can follow me on instagram and twitter at kel sucks with a z at the end and i know what i'm gonna recommend because we literally just got done watching it (laughs) it's so good we took a break in between recording podcasts and we watched casting john Monet on netflix and it's really good i didn't really know what to expect i hadn't like seen any trailers or anything but it's really really good and everybody should watch it i don't want to say anything more about it it's amazing it's so good like it was just it was so good oh my god um I am going to recommend actually like it's an Instagram hashtag. I know that sounds <laughs> I know that sounds crazy. So there's this person that I follow that I like met through the Slumber Party with Allie and Georgia podcast like cuz we have like a Facebook group or whatever. Um she's very nice, but she, and she's a mom and her son, I think he's 8. His name is Aiden. Um he's nonverbal. Um I'm not sure the specifics of anything. I just know that he, 
um, he's, I think he's like developmentally disabled, but he's nonverbal, but he is like very, he has very strong opinions about what he wears. And he's like, he, he has style, like he, but he's like in it, like he knows, like he has like the sort of like feelings and like understanding of fashion that like is unbelievable for like a person this old it's amazing so she posts his outfit for school that he picks out every day and sometimes on weekends um and just like hashtag aiden style it's a-i-d-a-n-s-t-y-l-e and you have to follow this because he's precious and i love him so much and i love his outfits oh my god i'm looking at it now and it looks oh my god he's adorable i love it yeah Oh my god, he's wearing a Yoda hat in one of them. This is great. <laughs> Lots of cool hats. All right, yeah, I'm I'm a fan. It's amazing. <laughs> all right, that's all that we have for today, though. Oh my god, this is such a short episode. I'm realizing now. Um, but you know what? Whatever. That's all that we have for today. Thank you for listening. Goodbye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers. <laughs>